know that there is something magical inside of you, but you don't know how to uncover it? The Heart Sing Podcast is dedicated to just that, helping you put yourself first and figure out what lights you up. I'm your host, Addie B, aka Slayer of Namaslayer, and through my journey of losing nearly 100 pounds, uncovering the magic of my soul, and building the life of my dreams, I'm leaving no stone unturned in the process of self-discovery. And I'm here to share it all with you, so let's get started. Welcome back to the HeartSync Podcast. Addie B here, also known as Slayer of Namaslayer, bringing you today's podcast from my very special Yogic Path card deck. <laughs> There's a story behind this inspiration for today. I have two other episodes recorded with Millie and I, my daughter that is here visiting from Hawaii before she goes back for the school year where she's with her dad during that time. And we have done one podcast on here together and wanted to do another one before she leaves because it was everyone loved it, all of that stuff. And she has great wisdom and inspiration uh, bringing to us from a 13 year old. So it's a lot of fun. And it's fun to have that part of my life recorded here on the podcast as well. But we just were not digging it. So I'm like, you know what, I'm just going to scrap it and do a podcast. And I'm going to let the universe bring the podcast to us today. So I actually did a video on it as I was drawing the card in the HeartSync podcast community. In case you're in there, you can check that out. But I was like, you know, let's just see what the universe wants me to talk about. And whatever I pull, I'm going to just talk about it on the podcast. And it's going to be what I need, what someone else needs to hear. It always is. It never fails. And this is how I use my card deck, by the way. I use it for inspiration to dial into my intuition, to my inner knowing, and everything I already know right within me. And it's amazing how in alignment the cards are. So I drew the card and I read it and even Millie was like, wow, that was spot on. So here we go. I drew Ganesha, which is actually my favorite Hindu deity. I have this little Ganesha statue and I've had one since the beginning of starting my practice and really getting into Sanskrit and going to the Chopra Center, learning more about Indian spirituality, which is fascinating. Just like stories that were taught being brought up in a Christian world, right? Like in um, learning about from Jesus Christ and all of those stories and the impact on spirituality, which to me is different than religion, of course, but that brings um, the stories bring us to the spirituality, to the journey inside of ourselves, where religion is often a focus outside of ourselves. And so as we're worshiping something or like a deity or something like that, again, it's outside of ourselves, but it can be a pathway inside from the lessons that are being taught or the reminders that are being shown to us. And so Ganesha is a god of new beginnings and remover of obstacles. And Ganesha has been so big on my journey, knowing that. And I have this yoga teacher on the Gaia channel. If anyone's on Gaia, it's Shannon Page. And she does this series where she talks about the Hindu gods and tells the stories. I had first heard about Ganesha through her yoga practice in Ganesha is the child of Parvati and Shiva. And Shiva is like the god of creation. And Parvati is the goddess of love, devotion, and yoga. And 
I mean, what you can't have two more powerful parents, really, as far as Hindu mythology goes. So Ganesh is born out of their love and Parvati's devotion and longing for Shiva, and she fashions him out of bubbles. And the story goes that Par or Shiva comes back and finds this boy guarding her door and thinks that Parvati's been unfaithful or something, and chops his head off. And she's like, wait, that's your son. Oh my gosh. And he's like, oh no, dude. And so he goes out and like tries to find a replacement head and comes along this elephant who bows to him because uh, Shiva is the God of all things, right? The God of creation and says, I, I give you my head with all its wisdom and everything that is within it. So Ganesha's given or um, Shiva's given this hat to come back and puts it on Ganesha and Ganesha is born from this. So you see the elephant head and that's how the elephant head gets on this boy's body. There's so many different stories and, you know, Ganesha is actually a deity that is seen throughout many different religions and, and the stories are told in different ways. So that's just one from Hindu mythology. But so Ganesha was kind of cool to draw and I drew it in reverse. So I'm going to read this to you guys. So Ganesha being the God of new beginnings and remover of obstacles, this, this for whoever needs to hear this. And this is going on in our universe with the moon energy that I was talking about last week and everything that's coming. It's being illuminated right now. Like what do we need to remove and what are you going to bring into your life? So couldn't be really more perfect for all that's going on. Here's what it says. Has life been feeling a little more difficult than usual as though you're faced with another obstacle each time you turn a corner? Ganesha, remover of obstacles, also places obstacles in the path of those who need to be reminded of their true nature. Ask yourself, am I living life of my highest integrity? Am I using my skills to help the world? Am I sharing my passion and wisdom with others? Am I giving generously out of true compassion? Write an honest tally up of how you're doing in various areas of your life, career, relationships, community service, wellness, and spiritual practice. Note the things you could shift more to focus on. When Ganesha sees you're making an effort, he will begin to work his removal of work, work in removing his, uh, the obstacles again. What a great reminder. And this reminds me of, I have us do a mind map when I guide, lead the me first um, process, the me first guide process. And so you identify your goal, like what is that thing you want, that future self goal you're going for? And then what are all the obstacles that could get in your way? This is our, ro our roadmap. And so Ganesh is just another way of saying, hey, what are those things we've identified on the roadmap that we're looking to move out of the way. And how could I be showing up as my highest self to move through them? So when Millie said this card was spot on, I was like, huh? And I was like, oh, the podcast itself was an obstacle. Over the past couple of days, it was just like we just struggled with it. It just was an obstacle. And so it, we just weren't in, it just wasn't meant to be. Right. And so knowing the difference for me between when something is hard, because it's just hard and I don't want to show up and do it. And when it's hard because it's not what I'm supposed to be doing or what I'm meant to be talking about at that time or that point 
or what I'm meant to be creating. That's been a big shift that's happened for me on this journey. And so asking myself these questions, I pulled it and I was like, okay, and I haven't done any prep here. I just want to talk through them. I'm just going to be as honest as possible with you and myself about how I'm showing up for these things. Am I living my life out of my highest integrity? No, I am not. (laughs) And what I mean by that is I'm like half showing up for me first, half not. I see myself making excuses for things. And again, it comes to that balance of, not balance, but that focus on taking the time for myself in the morning. And I'm on semi-vacation right now, but I also really loaded my week. I had a lot of meditation to teach. I had groups I was leading. I was had all this stuff I put in a short period of time so that I could take this last week off with Millie. Or, and I say so that I could take it off when it didn't all really need to happen. I wanted those things to happen. Right. And so as I was allowing myself to step into victim mode and be like, oh, I'm so tired. It was so much rather than coming from the place of I am just so giving generously out of true compassion, because that's why I do what I do, because I love in what I do and what I how I want to help others so much. There's nothing more gratifying to me than teaching meditation or helping people come to realizations when I'm coaching or when I'm just sharing my journey. Like that is, it just makes my heart sing. And so when I see myself shifting away from it and again, distracting myself with things that aren't serving me, such as watching Hallmark movies, right? That's my latest one. Like as I've gotten to this point on my journey, you guys, where my obstacles have become less and less destructive to myself. For example, the wine wench was pretty destructive. She was destructive to my body physically, but like everything physically, my sleep, my my health, God only knows the damage to the microbiome the wine wench did, let me tell you. But, you know, that that's so different than the distractions now. But it's been a path of seeing these obstacles of Ganesha, if you will, showing up with the obstacles saying, hey, take a look at this one. And as you start to show up for this with your true self present in here, I'm going to start removing those for you. And how if that isn't true, you guys, as soon as I start showing up again and get my meditations in and put myself first and get to the mountain and do these things that make me feel so good, I don't do them for anybody but myself. And it might not have started that way, right? I might have started to have to bribe myself. We were just talking about habits tonight. I just got done teaching meditation. Um, The one of the last segments. And oh my gosh, I just love it so much. I love helping people become meditators, not just learning to meditate, but helping them fit it in their lives. Like, how is this going to work for you? I mean, we got into talking about 
Um, you know, like maybe having a pet meditation trainer. That was what came up tonight. So fun because it is a thing. You start meditating, your pets don't quite know what's going on at first, you know? So how does that work with your meditation practice? Or, you know, going back to work or being on vacation. What does it look like in your day when you're adding these new habits in? I'm just using meditation as an example here, of course, because that's a big part of what I do, but it could really be any habit and the habit that serves your highest self. And when I see myself get away from the ones that are truly serving my ultimate purpose, which is to help you, my sweet sister, and so many others out there through my journey of uncovering your magic inside and your nuggets, because they're different than my nuggets. But I truly think through us all sharing our experiences and just being open and loving and compassionate with each other and releasing judgment, that we can all arrive at this place of just love and gratitude and in seeking our purpose and coming in alignment with experiencing what we're meant to experience in this world. And you guys just having some friggin' fun with it, right? Like, are you having fun? And that's something else I look at too. Like I got so excited to teach this meditation this afternoon because I said this morning, I was like, you know, Millie and I are struggling over the podcast. I'm like, you know what, Mills? I'm just going to ask the card deck, forget about it. I'm going to have fun teaching meditation, show up with these beautiful women and let's figure out how to help them make meditation part of their lives so they can feel the peace and wellness rate that exists right within them already and how we can get to that space. And oh my gosh, it served me so well to show up here for you. And now I will have Ganesha's going to remove some obstacles for me right? It's all coming to a head. And this next week, I am just focused on my time with Millie and my time with Lexi, my other daughter that is coming up. We are, I am like full mama vacation mode and I'm able to fully dedicate myself there. But I also, my friends, am not going to lose track of this me first. Like how can I get up and take care of myself before that day with them even starts so I can show up as the best version of me to, for them to enjoy that time with me as well. Because you guys, I am a different person when I have had those things done in the morning than when I am later. In fact, Light Seeker came to the group today. She's starting to teach soon too. And she came and was talking about her experience with meditation just this morning and how she woke up and she was just feeling off and feeling kind of sluggish and not like wanting to go about her day. And she meditated and then she did magic pages and then she did her plan and then she worked out. And by the time she was done with it, she was like, I was just a different person. I just don't even know who that first person was. And I'm like, I know the same thing for me every single time. And yet I will see myself resist. I will see myself resist and put up my own obstacles. So what was that? Am I I using my skills to help the world? Am I living my life out of my highest integrity? These were the questions in in the card, right? So to me, living my life in my highest integrity is... Yes, coming here and being full on, just straight up honest with all of you as I'm sharing what I'm going through on my quest to, yes, my healthiest, highest self, but also uncovering this soul, this magic right inside of me, that honesty 
that means everything in the integrity to me, you know, truth, trust, living my authentic life and sharing it with you, but also being living in alignment with myself now, my body, mind, and soul. And that comes through what I'm teaching now, this me first process that I teach. And I teach it because I know it's critical to me being here 130 pounds less, running a business, doing all of these things I've created in my world and that I'm seeing it help other people create. To me, that's integrity. Every time I show up and do a portion of that, my AM habit stack, as I call it, um, any portion of that. But when I nail it all, you guys, it's like Paula said today, it's like, man, who am I? It just feels so good. And then you you have that memory and you want to keep doing, but it's retraining our bodies to that's the new memory. The new memory is it feels so good when I do these things. And that takes time and practice. We've spent 50 years creating this other version of ourselves, right? So let's see what other inspiration we can draw from this card here. Am I using my skills to help the world? Yeah, I am, Ganesha. So what are you going to bring me for that? How can I use my skills to help the world more? That's where my brain would take that. I want to bring meditation to more people. I want the weight loss community to really see the benefit of meditation in their lives on their weight loss quest. You know, having lost my father so young from obesity and God, you guys like just, it's been such a passion of mine. Yes. I've learned how to eat. I know what foods to eat. I've spent my life doing that stuff. But the true shift and the true awakening came when I went inside myself and not just with my thoughts, like open myself up to this magic of the universe to what, what is beyond what our minds can conceive? What, is, what else is out there? And how can I use this to help the world more? And this is why I'm so good at staying in my lane now, because I know that, yes, you guys, there's all these other issues going on out there right now, women's rights and racial equality and all of these things that I can get so passionate about. And yet, if I see my energy go in a direction that is anything but love, I focus back on what I'm creating here and now to put into the world because this is how I'm here to help the world. I'm here to help people even through weight loss to find this magic inside of themselves, because then they're going to go out and spread the love. And it's going to eventually take care of all of these other things going out in our world. The more of us that are finding the peace and love right inside of us right now, in our homes, in our RVs, in wherever we're at, without having to go outside ourselves to solve anything, we just take that journey inside. And so the next question, am I sharing my passion and wisdom with others? Yes. Could I share it more? Yes, I could. You know, and what does that look like? And next week on Mini Slayer and I are doing some brainstorming on that, on all things Namaslayer coming up and what it's going to look like and how I can share even more to get some more inspiration out there, some more tips and tricks and tools and things that might help light you up on your journey of self-discovery as well. 
things like getting a card deck if you don't have one to just have fun with it and ask yourself questions like this. I'm having so many realizations of self right now as I'm talking through this with you. Do you guys see this? So am I giving generously out of true compassion? (sighs) Yeah, I think I do do this. I truly, you guys, I will, I don't joke around when I say I don't let money or, and I guess if I think generosity, I think I go immediately to money and that's not um, somewhere we should go. Generosity with my time would also be a big thing to be generous with. Um, Could I be more generous? Yeah, I, I truly, I could, I really try but I think I can be more generous. I want to be more generous. And my dad was, he was so generous and not just with money, just with like his spirit and everything. I think that was probably his biggest, biggest quality that he brought and showed me what generosity really looked like in that not expecting anything back and just truly wanting to help and serve others. And I do, and you know, but I will see I see times where I could be even more generous and I can see corporate Addy sneaking in. Oh, well, what about time for that? What about time for that? I want to let that stop me more or you know what I mean? Not stop me other way around (laughs) time. Okay. So what else? It says here, write an honest tally up of how I'm doing career relationships, community service, wellness, and spiritual practice. Um, so career, I've talked a lot about Namaslayer, about meditation in the group, but relationships, let's talk about this because I talk about primary and secondary goals. And my primary goal has been weight loss, you know, really getting to this ultimate goal because it's actually so much more about my body than so much more about than my body being there. Man, I am tongue tied today. Huh? I'm going to just leave all of this in there. You guys are getting it raw and real, baby. Just how you like it, raw and real on the Slayer Show. But like relationships with myself, that goes to the integrity, right? But relationships mainly with my kids, I focus on a lot. Those are secondary goals because I'm focused on this weight loss goal. I go all in on that, right? But it doesn't mean my relationships with my children aren't super important. And I knew I was going to have this shift in priorities coming up and Man, I'm so glad I identified that at our retreat or our our camp weekend when I said, okay, what could be coming up? What are my obstacles? And knowing when Millie's getting here, I was going to have some competing priorities, but really having a mindset ahead of time, being intentional with what's most important and it being my relationship with Millie while she's here so I can eat up all that time, but still honoring and taking care of myself so I can move forward to goal. And I've been really impressed on how I have still taken down the ice cream, uh, small town ice cream shop, Addie, since I told you guys last, uh, for those of you guys just joining, this is my alter ego that likes to eat ice cream at all the small towns across America. And we are slaying her. That's one of my last little obstacles we're overcoming. And, you know, really making this about the relationship in my time 
with Millie. And yet knowing that we had more time together this summer, which has been beautiful. And how did that balance in with everything I was creating too? And them being such a a part of what I'm doing has been made it easier and wonderful, like doing the podcast together and (laughs) just being on top of each other in a 26 foot RV. You guys, I'm telling you, you want to really get to know your family or your teenagers or your kids Get a little RV and travel with them. There's no, you won't get any closer than that. And then, you know, about my spiritual practice, um, you know, I always get my AM meditation, but I have to say since Millie's been here and I've been doing, uh, you know, juggling more things or condensing it in, of course, there we go with time again. See the time limitations. I need to, Ganesha, I see myself saying that as an obstacle all the time. So I need an abundance session. I'm going to schedule one of those with with Renee soon, right? Like, because I see a lot of restriction in how I'm speaking here. So uh, spiritually, like really taking that time to dive inside, and it's not only my meditation practice, right? It's taken this time for self-reflection. And even in my Me First Guide planner, doing the full page two, where I sit and take that time each day and reflect and think and write is, is really key for me to live as my highest self. It's been interesting. And But yes, I'm making an effort and I will continue to do so, Ganesha, so you remove my obstacles. And of course, in the path, I'm removing my own obstacles, but that's how this stuff works, you guys. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to read the upright part of this too, in case this card was called for you to hear this and you needed it upright. So this is like if we call it and you're like on the path, right? So here it goes. You are at the beginning of a new venture that's going to bring you great joy and success. Ganesha has been removing the roadblocks placed before you, granting you a smooth transition into this very moment. Any of you guys feel that way? Who's feeling like that? I know there's somebody out there. These roadblocks do not exist outside of you, however. They are the fluctuations of the mind represented by his vehicle, the mouse. That's on the part on the statue always. When you calm your wavering mind, you are able to overcome any obstacle. Ganesha will continue to bring you good luck, success, and harmony with the sweet sweets of Ananda, the awareness of your true consciousness as bliss. Oh, my sweet sister, I hope that is you right now. And you are feeling just calm in your uh, wavering mind. And you have just feel invincible right now. I love those moments in time where I just feel like I am on fire and everything is lining up and all the doors are opening. And I know my path to feeling that way is through looking at where's my obstacles, where do I need to refocus myself, or where is a new focus maybe I want to take up, where is maybe a door that has been shown to me over and over again that I haven't jumped through. Sometimes those things will come up for me too. Well, my heart singers, I am just going to know that this was the podcast that you exactly need to hear right now. And it's exactly the one I was meant to record. It feels right. It feels good to me. I hope you enjoyed listening. If you did, please be sure to share it with a friend, invite them to the podcast, give a review if you haven't. I love reviews. I could use some new ones over there on Apple, by the way. Hint, hint. If you feel so called to give the podcast some love today, I would be forever grateful. 
people. I do want to mention a couple things. First off, uh, this card I'm talking about is from Sahara Rose's deck, The Yogic Path, which I love. I got originally to teach myself help learn Sanskrit more as I was going through the Chopra Center. And um, I just, I really love it. It's like my deck now. And I know a lot of the sisterhood uses it. It's, it's a really great deck. So if you're in the market for a new deck to bring you into some spiritual reflection, it's got yoga, Ayurveda, um, the deities, of course, the Hindu deities, which are fun, um, the chakras, and a few other things that kind of guide you on this path of inner reflection. And, you know, there's all kinds of tools you can use out there to get in touch with your intuition. You know, that knowing voice right inside of you, and then just allowing yourself to be honest and show up as your authentic self in this life, whatever you're meant to be here to do and create and be and just have some fun and start putting yourself out there first and see the magic that can unfold from that. All right, my loves. And on the note on the static, I have no idea why I'm getting static all of a sudden. I'm going to have to look into that, but I apologize for some of the audio today. But again, I don't know. Maybe it's Ganesha. Just, I'm going to just say those are extra little vibes in there for you today. <laughs> All right, my loves, thank you so much for listening. And until next week, I will see you then. Slayer out.